Uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcaster that really does say, I think the song Sacrifice and a Thousand Miles, uh, they say the same thing to me in two different ways. And so like, uh, I say, which way, but I, and I, I, I enjoy both. I prefer neither, right? No, I prefer both. Like I don't prefer one over the other. And if you're conf- you say, wait a second, I thought this was a bedtime story, sleep telling, but, t- but you're t- trying to compare the weekend and Kid Leroy. And I say, is it Kid, like, I, dr- I think I dropped the E in Kid Leroy. Uh, I just did it again, or maybe it's a silent something. But I'm here really to silent. Well, not re- I'm not here to silence anything. I'm just here to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company so you could fall asleep. And if you're in a position where you say, no, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I prefer the metaphor in a thousand miles to the metaphor in sacrifice. Uh, or you have another song. You say, well, the, you know, Joni Mitchell did it first. I'd say, OK, point me in the right direction. But I'm here to point you in another direction, away from your thoughts, your feelings, or whatever's keeping you awake, because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, patrons. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I can do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts on your mind, things you're thinking about. Uh, so anything, yeah, thoughts, uh, anything you're feeling uh, about the past, present, or the future, physically coming up for you, or emotionally. Whatever is keeping you up uh, I'm here to take your mind off of it and keep you company so that you could fall asleep I'm here to be your friend in the deep dark night and the way I propose to do that is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to use lulling soothing creaky dulcet tones so my tones are not traditionally soothing I think is what I've settled on now, they're not tones you settle for, because no one would say, I settled for creaky dulcet tones, you say. No, they're more than settle. They, they settle me. They're, they're, yeah, creaky dulcet tones. You don't settle for them. They settle you. Oh, boy. Let's set, saddle up uh, for a meander. Hopefully, we'll come back to that. I'll try to cross my fingers, but I don't know if I'll remember. Uh, but whatever's... Uh, Whatever's on your mind, whatever's uh, like uh, been coming up for you, uh, like I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff. Uh, so I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, all to take your mind off stuff so that you can fall asleep. And what does that mean, right? If you're new, you're probably naturally skeptical, doubtful ambivalent, wondering, what what is this? What is this grinding of voice? Uh, what is this guy doing? What does he want? Uh, how is this going to help me? Very normal questions. I don't even know if I like the way this sounds. Very, very normal questions. Believe me, it's questions that have been asked millions of times about this show. And so I want to give you more information. So if you're doubtful, if, if you've tried a lot of stuff like I have to fall asleep, and not everything has worked and some of it's gotten on your nerves or it's worked once and it never worked again. That's why I made this show because that was my experience. I said, well, how come there's not something like a friend talking to you, a silly, goofy friend in the deep, dark night? So the show is very different. So much so, you, like, here's the thing. I never thought about this till just right now. We Rarely do we make friends instantly, right? We develop a friendship, and so I'm not asking you, and that isn't most listeners' experience. Like, we have a lot of regular listeners, but we developed a relationship, a friendship, a bore friendship uh, over time. So most listeners, regular listeners that support the show on Patreon, that keep coming back, they didn't like the show at first, or they were unsure about it, because that's normal. And, you know, you say, well, this person's interesting, but I'm not sure I want to, you know— are we going to be friends? Well, let's see. So give the podcast two or three tries before you give up. 
And I only say that it doesn't benefit me. I just hope the show can benefit you. Um, so it's like, just see how it goes and see if it works out. And, and eventually, like a lot of people say, oh, okay. I, at the first few times, right, I had to kind of develop some trust with this person so they could lose my trust in a sense so that so I could stop paying attention to them. And so they, like, it's like I'm applying for friendship, uh, but uh, in a loose way, you say, okay, let me just see how it goes. Like at a distance, I'm going to see how you behave with your pointless meanders. But let me give you even more info. But if you're already like, no, this is not for me, we have a website, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Has a list of other sleep podcasts and sleepy audio on there. So check that out. If you're already like, nah, you're not my style. Two or th- I don't need two or three tries. Two, totally cool. Like I said, all, all of us here have tried a lot of different stuff to fall asleep at, or at bedtime. So try out that list of stuff. So, um, oh, so what else? What are, give us some more good news. You're, you, it's going to take two or three tries for this to work? Well, not exactly. Because, or, or let me tell you why I make the show, because I kind of led into that. Like, uh, trouble getting, I have trouble sleeping, and I've had trouble sleeping my whole life. Uh, sometimes it's falling asleep, and sometimes it's uh, getting to sleep. Sometimes it's staying asleep. Sometimes it's related to my thoughts. Sometimes it's related to my feelings. Sometimes it's related to my physical sensations. Sometimes it's other stuff. But whatever it is, uh, uh, I know how it feels. It, to me, most of the time, it feels like the deep, dark night. Even when I was in a room with uh, like, a, like a, my, my siblings, it felt very lonely. So I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. And I know that it comes with some uh, P-A-I-N sometimes or some D-R-E-A-D when you're thinking about bedtime. So it's important to me to be able to help anybody I can deflate those balloons, maybe. And the reason it's so important is not only do I know how it feels, like I also know on the other side, if you're getting the sleep you need and deserve, because you do deserve a place you can rest, uh, and this is bothering you because you found your way to the show. And some people might want to dismiss that stuff, but it is important and it's important to me and the other listeners because we understand how it feels. So if I can help with that, I know on the other side, because I have a bedtime routine now and in some consistency, and that works for me, not all the time, but most of the time, that when I get the rest I need, my life is more manageable. And I don't, when I have a nice bedtime routine, I don't dread bedtime. I look forward to it. Or I feel neutral about it, at least. And I don't necessarily like having to have a bedtime routine and all that, but uh, it works. And when it works and why I want it to work for you or this podcast to be a part of it uh, or uh, help start to provide that for you, right? Because you're, you're important and your sleep is important. But if your life is more manageable, your life is better. And you could be in a place where you're moving towards flourishing and you live in the same world I do. That means our world's a better place to live in. People want to dismiss that, but it is factually, I guess it's, you can't say factually true, right? But uh, it's both factual and true. If your life is more manageable and you're flourishing and living your life, the world we all live in is better. Period. Uh, you also can't say end of full stop period. It doesn't make sense either. So there we go. Uh, I did manage to do a double-double. I did some untundras. So um, where were we? Oh, okay, so that's why I make the show. A few other things to know about the podcast. It, does, it doesn't work for everybody. I told you that. It's also a podcast you don't really listen to. That's one of the first hurdles to get over. It's like this is a show you kind of listen to it. Like just like if the friend example, if I was to call you and say, hey, I'm going to talk to you, but you don't have to listen to me. I'm here to talk for your benefit, not mine. I'm here to talk and to barely be heard. You know, not many people start a speech out that way or a podcast even. But yeah, you can just, you can use me as background noise or as just a friendly voice. I know a lot of people have done this over the years, like listen to TV or played something. Yeah, I'm just supposed to be a friendly voice in the deep dark night to keep you company. Now, if you can't sleep, the other thing and the other reason the show works, I believe, is that I am here to keep you company. Even though you don't have to listen to me, 
and you don't need to listen to me. And a lot of times I'm going to go off topic and talk about stuff in a very circular way. I'm still here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. So if you can't sleep or you need a break during the day or something, I'm here. And I'm here because I know how it feels to be lonely and want somebody to keep you company or take your mind off of that feeling. I'm here. That's what I'm here to do, to kind of misdirect things. And believe me, misdirection has more than one meaning in my life. And, and probably, like, uh, they say, where are you going? Misdirection. They say, that doesn't make any sense. I say, exactly where I'm headed, misdirection. Um, if you, Oh, boy, I'd never thought about this. You say, Scoots, what would you be if you were— uh, what war? What, what set would your sash say? I'd say misdirection. Uh, and also, I just realized that there's actually, uh, if you say it fast, yeah, there's other things to giggle about in there. I'm misdirection. Uh, oh boy, are we having a? I didn't need that. That wasn't even planned. But that would my sash would say miss space direction. Okay, and I don't even know if the spelling. Don't move the D anywhere, please. Let's just say that I'm at misdirection. So, okay. um, Wow. How did we get here? I've always wanted a sash, and then even more so when I watched The Good Place. uh, Okay, so, oh, oh, you don't really listen to me. This podcast also doesn't put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Uh, that's why I'm here. I'm here to keep you company as your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar burr. I think I said that already. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to be your friend in the deep dark night and take your mind off stuff so you can fall asleep. That's what misdirection does. That's how I won the sash, uh, until 80,000 magicians and filmmakers and TV show people said, uh, and I said, well, yeah, you can buy the sash too. It's for sale in my imagination. Uh, so if you could put, if you have a, an account in my imagination, you probably, you probably do. You're probably taking up space in there somewhere. You could have your own imaginary sash. All of everybody can. You get a sash. You get a sash. You get a sash. Uh, mine says misdirection. No, it does not. It says misdirection. No, it says mis. Longer pause, direction, still doesn't sound right. So I'm here to keep you coming to take your mind off stuff. The other thing that can throw new people off naturally is the structure of the show. This podcast is designed in a very deliberate way to to work, but also be flexible. Um, But again, it's just like the way it's distributed. It's a podcast podcast. it's uh yeah it has some flexibility but the stru- it's structured in a way specifically specifically I think I I just mis misdirectioned myself or um so it starts off with a greeting friends beyond binary ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and I say something silly so hopefully you feel seen you feel welcome and you say this is a place I could go check out if I'm if you're new or you feel welcomed back again and again and again if you're a regular listener. Both those things are very important to me. And uh, so that's why that starts out. Then it's also important to me that if you want to listen to the podcast for free on any free podcast app, you have that option. So the next thing that happens is sponsorship and listener support. So the show could be free, like paying for it is optional. Uh, and, uh, that's what the sponsors and the listener support enable us to do. Then there's support for listeners and support for the communities around the show, because that's also important in making a sleep podcast is, uh, you know, that, that deep dark night is pretty you know, you know what I'm saying? Then there's the intro and the intro. A lot of times, if you're having trouble with the show, people lump the intro and the sponsorships together. But the intro is actually separate from that, and it's a show within a show. So it goes from like minute six or minute eight to minute 20 or so. And it's where I go on and on and on explaining what the podcast is, which definitely doesn't make sense to reasonable people. Like if you were listening to something during the day or something, and it definitely is different than maybe what you expected. But the intro is also a wind down. Now, 2% of people skip it. A few thousand people listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. 
But for the most part, it, it, it helps you wind down. It's part of regular listeners' wind-down routine or getting them ready for bed or easing you into sleep instead of just expecting this to work fast. It doesn't for me and for a lot of listeners. It's a, it's a slow process, easing you into bedtime. So it's like the, the twilight portion, or if you want to listen during your bedtime routine or whatever. Then there's more sponsor and listener support again, because the show is, I want it to be free, come out twice a week. And uh, we have over 450 episodes for free in the archives. And believe it or not, a lot of work goes into the podcast, so like not just my work. So it's like uh, to make it sound free and easy. I mean, the the strange thoughts are easy. You know, those come for free. All the strange thoughts pop in my head, but all the work to deliver them uh, is what enables that. Uh, but that you can listen for free wherever you want. Uh, then there's uh, uh, the story. Tonight will be our episodically modular story, Spice Friends, uh, which you can listen to in any order. It'll be a nice little bedtime story about fuzzy friends and stuff like that. And then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. That's the reason I make the show. And I really hope it can help. I really appreciate you checking it out. Uh, and uh, like I, I really, I yearn and I strive. I really want to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody. Welcome to the uh, final, well, the final episode of, the, of our series, even though there'll be a recap episode. Uh, it'll be our final ep- episodically modular episode of our series, Spice Friends. Uh, it's episodically modular with some seriality. I don't know what I, if I said it in the wrong order there, but it means that it, uh, you can listen to it in any order. Even if this is your first episode, don't worry. I'm going to catch you up on everything you need to know, and then you can go back and listen to the rest, fall asleep to them, listen to them during, when you need a break. Whatever works for you, uh, you'll, you'll find you'll find it. All will be well. Uh, but so this is a series you could listen to in any order. I think we covered that. It's about spice friends. It's uh, it happens in a world just like ours, a world, a version of our world uh, that is very similar to ours. You've seen it in popular media, movies, anime, other thing. You know, stu- stuff you read or look at uh, or hit listen to. Where around the time we discovered using things with a half-life for energy and then uh, purposes other than energy, expansion, we'll say, uh, or influence, uh, like that these giant uh, beings, some cold-blooded, some warm-blooded, appeared and started wandering the earth, right? And biting uh, neon signs, stepping on cars. So if they had tails, usually their tails would run into a, a dam or two. Uh, possibly, sometimes they'd be sleeping inside mountains. Some would have high-powered wings. Then, you know, the people would say, well, how do we cope? How do we deal with these giant beings? And sometimes they would deal with one another, a whole, you know, whole nine yards. Some were heroic, some weren't, uh, but usually the, the chaos followed. I don't know if it was Ian Malcolm's brand of chaos, but, you, you know, it was, it was, it could, you know, when you got a giant being, even if they're, they have the best intentions, they don't have eyes on their toenails uh, that I know of to see everything they're going to step on, you know. So even an amoeba or paramecium might be like, what's going on up there? I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do, do, do subdivide and uh, there's a lot of ruckus up there. So speaking from, you know, like a single, you know, organisms I learned about and then forgot everything I learned. Uh, I don't know if it's mitosis or meiosis, you know, I, like uh, I say, oh, meiosis, uh, if I was doing an intro, but I'm doing an episode now. So they were wandering the world, right? And, of course, we tried to do different things, just like in the movies. They say, okay, let's see, like, uh, get you know, lasers, electric lasers, Tesla coils, uh, other other stuff, conventional stuff. Nothing worked. Uh, and they would go and they would come. And eventually we realized, oh, it's tied to this stuff with a half-life, but particularly when we use it in um, a strong manner. 
And so they put all this, they put, eventually they put all this stuff on an island to try to attract the big ones there. Then they still came back, particularly this big, really big one called the Grand Iller, the most famous big one of all. And eventually the president at the time and his daughter, who was vice president, the Smiths, President Smith and vice president Smith, uh, president Smith had dealt with the big one by turning into a big one. And everybody thought, wow, what a, you know, what a tough heroic choice. But it turned out it was only miss. It was only to get the grand dealer and all the big ones back on this atoll because there had been a secret, some, some sort of secret pact made with another world, planet zipper. And Planet Zipper is a world of collective beings or a collective being, but it does bud off from time to time. And it's not like it's a collective being doesn't mean it's in harmony at all moments. But they knew about they had experienced the big ones because they were like the last collective being planet left of their kind. All the other ones had been done in by the big ones been big farmed. And so they wanted to help. They said, we could they, if you get the big ones all in one place, we'll put the whole Earth in hibernation. And you send some astronauts to our planet, and then we'll work on a longer-term solution while everybody's in hibernation. And our story ended right after, not that long after the hibernation ended. Now, because the big ones are so much bigger, their metabolism was different. They're going to be the last ones to wake up. And by this time, world, the organization of world uh, leadership had changed. And so we were all living in, under something called the CN, Collective Nations, I think. And Vice President Smith, and now she had become president of the world of the collective nations. While there was, but there's still just like in all sleeping me stories, there's other you know uh, ways of forms of leadership uh, other than the main you know the one that we're talking about. And she was waiting for the astronauts to return. Only one astronaut returned, and she was expecting you know some sort of device, some sort of tangible measure to take against the big ones when they woke up. And what the astronaut said is that, uh, well, here's what I got. Uh, the, the joyous, if we teach children, they had already sent the plans, which they'd kind of followed through as, which is establishing a network of children's toys and programming that was empowering. But they also said, they, 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 I don't know if they thought, like, uh, they just thought, okay, we'll follow this. Uh, also came with funding, I think. But the astronaut said, yeah, that was a starting point of the solution, which is uh, uh, expressing our feelings, particularly teaching children, but even adults, expressing our feelings through the joy of song and dance, through song and dance, whether you're feeling joy or not joy. You know, you can dance and express yourself physically through song about mirth or whatever. I'm not sure if mirth is just something I, my middle name is Mirth. You could call me Mr. Mirth. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what it means, but I know how it feels. I don't even need a definition. Uh, I would say if it, you're listening to a dirge, you're, you're feeling mir- dirge mirth. Uh, the, somebody remind me. That's my new that's my new code name, dirge mirth. Uh, mirth dirge. I don't know. Mirth dirge isn't bad though either. So okay, DJ DJ dirge DJ mirth DJ dirge mirth. Uh, there you go. Um, okay, so of course the president said, "What do you mean? That's the solution?" And the, the the astronaut said, "That's all I know." Now the astronaut did not mention initially all the chaos that was going on on Planet Zipper, or the fact that they were pretty. They were like I would say they were really into Earth. They loved observing Earth. They get they somehow they were projecting their feelings onto Earth. And they kind of needed Earth. Uh, uh, somehow it was some sort of ba- balance. I wouldn't say it was a good balance, a healthy balance. Uh, but somehow they were dealing with their feelings as a collective being, which is much more powerful than ours as a single or you know single being or whatever. And so the but this was interesting. Eventually, what they realized, they can't fill you in on everything, but they realized, oh, wait a second, it's not. The the stuff with Half Life, uh, it's the knowledge that these uh, offensive Half Life uh, things exist, and our feelings about that that are deep in, inside us that are making these big ones run around, and maybe each of these big ones is a different kind of feeling. And then we discovered that we could like that there was other beings out there, or that would appear. 
that um that, like had more positive feelings they were they had launched this thing called the spice friends so these feelings would appear you know instead of like a big hairy ape or a fur fish face or whatever these beings were more giant spice beings big uh, cinnamon stick or the cumin cuties so yeah like uh, they uh what was my point there i don't know oh so they would kind of, at first we thought, obviously, even I was like, okay, so they'll just have dance offs and, you know, cinnamon stick will deal with moth breath and all be well or garlic stock or whatever will deal with this person. But it didn't really work out that way. Sometimes they fused into a new being and sometimes they like it, it, it was like a, very confusing, I guess, just like feelings are. And at the same time, everybody in, on Earth, we want solutions now. I don't know if you could relate to that, but I can. And so they decided the president couldn't lead anymore. Then Zipper try, tried to run the show. And at first, humans were fine to go along with that, but it ended up it, it repressed our feelings too much. So then people got some resentments at Planet Zipper because uh, they said, I don't want to repress my feelings for another planet of beings I don't even know. So that didn't work. So then Zipper said, you know what? We're just going to put Earth in permanent hibernation, like with some breaks, uh, because they they were the last planet. And they said, these big ones are still coming up. And, you know, people are on our planet. Are, I don't know how they refer to them. Again, I haven't been to Planet Zipper. It's only a tertiary. Unfortunately, sorry, Planet Zipper, you're only a tertiary part of the story, if, I, if I'm using the word correctly. And so... They said, that's what we're going to do, because that's the only way we know we can guarantee we'll have the big ones running around Earth. Earth, but then we'll put you to sleep. Uh, then you'll wake back up. Then we'll give you some time to kind of get to know one another with hugs and kisses. So there's more people. And then we'll put you back in hibernation. Of course, Earth was like, no way. Like, I like, uh, well, hibernation sounds great on paper. You know, I got stuff to do. And a life, to, I don't want to live my life sleeping, you know, in hibernation, especially at the behest of an outside world. I mean, I guess, yeah, if, if it's proposed like that, and nine out of 10 people are going to say, no way, right? Uh, you, you see, maybe if it was your, someone you had a crush on or something, you say, okay, I'll think about it. But you say, wait, you're another world of a collective being I've never even met? Just human nature. So then we said, okay, what we're going to have to take, we're going to have to take measures against Zipper. We tried doing like an Olympic style event versus Spice Friends versus the big ones. That didn't work. We tried like getting, you know, different stuff. And then finally, like Zipper's like, we're just going to do this. And then Earth, we figured out a few ways that we could deal with Zipper. And we were at this big standoff uh, where it was like, w w like uh, this is where we wanted to, we weren't even actually trying, us, like if you already listened to the last episode, but I'll tell you, like uh, we weren't negotiating a good faith, neither were they. We were only negotiating to get what we wanted and they were only negotiating. So we couldn't build a consensus because we were too, like our, I mean, understandably, everybody's instinctual needs were getting in the way. And what happened was uh, President Smith figured then, oh, then Grand Iller, I think that was at the end of the episode maybe. But so planet, there was one other, all the big ones and the Spice Friends were together. They seemed agitated, but not like chaotic. Uh, and we're out on this plane trying to figure out a solution. A lot of times the last few episodes of Sleep With Me happen on giant planes, uh, not airplanes, but planes like... Uh, like the Great Salton Sea is where I'd imagine this one's happening, though I've never been there. So, I mean, just just from what I've seen in movies that I barely remember. And so, and so uh, we were working on this solution. President Smith had a device her father left behind. She thought it was going to be a super serum, and she was going to turn into a big one. Turns out it was not a super serum, then the astronaut, Astro, was like, I'll do, turn into a big one and go to Zipper somehow. And that, did, but it ended up the device was just a beacon, which called the Grand Iller uh, out of uh, things. And that's kind of where we're left off. So we've got uh, all these big ones and spice friends, a giant Grand Iller, but bigger than before, covered in clouds uh, and mist. So we don't have a good look at it, but it's giant. 
it's also appearing on Planet Zipper. And so we're all kind of stuck uh, because we're like, okay, what do we do here, right? Uh, what is the way forward? And in this story, I mean, it's, I, I don't know how why it worked out this way, but every step forward, really, each episode has involved 10 steps back. But it's all it's all working out tonight uh, because, uh, like, uh, I, can, I can tell you all will be well. Don't worry. So without further ado, our Hollywood announcers here, Mr. To set everything up, Mr. He drove here. You know, I got to spend some time with him briefly in uh, in an imaginary place called La La Land, uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, we, we, uh, we virtually hung, uh, in my, with, within my mind, uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, uh, as the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, it's time for the Spice Friends. Get spicy. Yeah. Ah, yes, Scooter, uh. Scooter came to Los Angeles and I gave him a Tyvek suit, a, a hairnet, booties, gloves uh, that were uh, silent uh, with uh, with felt silent felt gloves. And I said, I left him in my driveway and I said, "Could you please put these on?" He refused. It's typical of Scooter. And he said, one day I'll see you again. I, well, he said he refused, but I know he was just, uh, I said, come over for coffee. Friend. And he said, well, I'm having trouble planning it out, I'm afraid. Hey, uh, why Antonio? Why, why? And so uh, he's a difficult man to uh, get together with. But I had hoped I would see him in my home in a Tyvek suit. It wasn't Tyvek. I mean, I, I, I like, uh, like Tyvek suits. But he... Is the Tyvek to my suit. So thank you for having me once again for another season of the show. Uh, good night. Thanks, Antonio. Yeah, what happened was, um, very generously. Yeah, once again, I just, uh, yeah, F E A R. It's my middle name. I said, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like, wait, like, what, what, what am I going to talk to Antonio about? What if he smiles? And what if I? What, how am I going to look in his eyes? Uh, and what if he's like? What, what if he's really as nice as he seems? What if I? You know? What if he sees right through me to my soul? And he says it's too spicy. Your soul is too spicy. It was just me. I mean, those thoughts actually didn't bubble to the surface. Uh, I had to follow Spice Friends protocol and dance it out. Uh, but yeah, I was nervous. But yeah, this is uh, Spice Friends. Uh, and uh, yeah, welcome back, everybody. All right, Astro, this is Madam President, and, yeah, we have, uh, um, let's see, I guess I'll just update you on what's happened. So, Grandiller appeared, uh, and that was uh, what we somehow, I guess, lost track of is probably the wrong way to describe it, but uh, we weren't as aware as we should have been, that uh, the Grandiller was appearing. And also another thing we kind of were paying less attention to, I mean, again, we were aware of it, but we were focused on a lot of other things, is the lesser Spice Friends that we had kind of, that had appeared, that uh, had not grown as big as some of the other ones, um, which is interesting, Salt and Pepper, uh, I guess because they just hadn't had a big, like, I don't know. We hadn't done show, we'd have done a few segments about them and other, other Spice Friends uh, that were just not the main mainstays of the show. They were out there. Some of them we didn't even know about or some of them we had pitched, and, and, and but they had appeared in the world and we had stopped tracking. You know, we had just fo- shifted all of our focus on, uh, like gone from taking a step back to being in the middle of everything. And looking back, I don't think we could have done it any other way. But what happened was, so the Grandiller, you know, is appearing in both worlds somehow and causing grand not goodness. Uh, we still haven't even got a good look at uh, what's going on. 
and um, it uh, it's not ple- not pleasant, I guess. Uh, so 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 the grand iller, as we'd kind of seen other behavior, but in a different way, um, made uh, 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 the 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 lesser spice friends uh. Used the lesser friends, spice friends as spice, uh, and uh, spice on a meal that was a meal of itself, and has grown even more in power. And um, it's not good because uh, uh, there's like, and unfortunately, the Grand Iller seems to be like, 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 uh, we have a little bit of time. But I feel bad for the lesser spice friends because they're kind of running around planet Earth, and apparently something else is happening on Zipper. I think it's the budding off uh, effect uh, of the collective being uh, that is planet Zipper is being the, the 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 individualized versions of that collective being that budded off. Uh, which again, now now Astro saying, well, maybe that's what the spice friends and the big ones are too. But like those raw emotion, emotional beings or whatever are being chased around on Zipper. And of course, that causes chaos for other things, like a lot of chaos on Earth that that is unacceptable. And so it's not going good. Now, we do have a plan because we're we're deducing on both planets uh, that... uh, with this new theory somewhat for planet zipper more so is that uh maybe the budding off zipperians and then here on earth the big ones and the spice friends because they see what's happening they sense what's happening and it's like grand iller is all of uh there's an palpable energy on here on earth and in, in our communications with zipper that uh that it's like these these like those so if we like so let's see where was i get so the palpable energy it's like these basic level feelings uh not chaos but you know what i mean and in the zippers or that uh the iller is just raw or well it's not raw though well it has raw energy but it's getting more and we're trying to find a way well, I'll let Astro explain because Astro is going to go through everything. Astro's in charge, like along with a team, so many teams of Earth that we've really been working together as a planet and with Zipper. So, and Zipper will look a little bit different, but we're not there. But what we're imagining is that the butted off Zipperians that are kind of individual I haven't been there, so it's so hard for me to understand. And you know, Astro doesn't have a lot of visual i don't know but so that they'll do the 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 helping on zipper but that the spice friends together i mean because really we're in a sink or swim situation for everybody spice friends big ones earth and zipper versus iller grand iller so our goal is to work together and to get through this and i think we can we're going to do some planning and I don't want to, so, so, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the planning and the training and I know all is going to be well. So I just, I think, and I think this is the way we're working together and we're trying to work together, uh, where, and we need one another, I guess, at this point before that, maybe we, that was what was holding us back. But at this point it's sink or swim. And so, a lot of stuff has been put to the side and a lot of creative people and a creative collective being and butted off individual beings from a collective being. Cause we only got, they have one zipper. We got one earth at this point. So, uh, um, so we'll be back, uh, or I'll be, uh, yeah, Astro, Astro, maybe I'll fill in on what the training is and everything. Okay. This is, uh, Astro here, Madam President, uh, and whoever else is listening, um, wow. So we had thought, so the, the, the lesser big ones and some of the Zipparians, uh, served as, a, a Tobias time 
And we worked with the big ones and the spice friends uh, here on Earth. I guess they can't communicate as clearly of what was going on in Zipper. But uh, we uh, well, there's one change that I'll get to, but that was only after. But so we thought we could do this kind of Home Alone type situation from that famous film Home Alone. And so we had every planner on Earth and then every trainer, and we started working with the big ones and the Spice Friends through song and dance uh, and working with Zipper to try to train them to say, okay, when Iller comes, like, uh, we'll use Home Alone-type tactics. You'll be the, 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 the uh, weenie to invite Iller in, and we'll even use Illusion so that the iller might go to the wrong place, we'll spread you out, but then, you know, a lot of different tactics, brilliant, brilliant minds working on this, and different things iller wouldn't expect, because uh, we don't think iller's like some sort of all-knowing being, though iller has quite proven that uh, is quite capable in many, many different situations. And so we did a lot of prep, uh, besides the big ones and the Spice Friends, but they didn't just, they just don't seem to be engaged. They're just, they, they've rejected, I guess to put it simply, they seem to have rejected all of our planning. And, you know, now we're working with communications experts, everybody that's observed them, everybody on the planet that has an idea. And the one idea that came out of it, which was with Zipper, was uh, that I mentioned is trying something new again to get more time and more time for Planet Zipper. And so this is interesting because we had that clouded delusion idea, right? And um, to, that we were going to use to deal with Zipper. And somewhere between, we, we didn't even realize this, but we said, what about these, like Zipper brought it up. They said, what if we project our feelings and even send some of the budding off ones um, to the individual, like to the one of our former planets, which is actually between Zipper and Earth, uh, which is actually along the line of their device that we we're going to use to create this delusion belt. Uh, uh, or interference belt between Zipper and us. Uh, and they said, what if we, fo like, what just happens if we send Zipperians there, uh, or former Zipperians, I don't know, it, like individual ones there, and project the entire feelings of their planet uh, there, because that's going to be more powerful. Uh, and it seems to have confused Iller, and they said that Iller on planet Zipper is also trying to figure out, like, how to get there. And I guess wherever, however trans, like, space stuff works for them is different. They're different beings with different technology, again, that we don't understand. Even this system they put in place, uh, built out, uh, it's not it's just as simple as a, some sort of beacon amplifier. So they're working on that. Uh, and what, what's happened for us is that... Uh, what we've learned is we made a big mistake. Uh, we've been um, uh, focused on getting the big ones and spice friends to do what we want, like solve the problem. So this, we went through this whole thing, and the president, Madam President, was just brilliant with all of this. Uh, she won't take credit, probably. But what happened was that we, what we found is that. Um, through a bunch of experiments and trying things and communicating and talking and observing and just spending time close to every all the big ones and spice friends, it finally dawned on us. Uh, well, it finally dawned on us that uh, one all along during this, uh, since I've returned and since we've been actively dealing with the big ones and the spice friends, every single time things have worked out even when we didn't think they were going to work out. And the thing that took us the furthest from the solution or getting to what we needed, you know, that it was one process base. We keep going over that again and again and again, making the same mistake. That we always ended up where we needed to be. And 
that we spend way too much time trying to fix stuff and force solutions and find a permanent fix and control, control, control. And a lot of that is just uh, the way we're used to doing stuff, right? And even the president, uh, as uh, brilliant as she is, it's uh, we realized we had to zoom back, especially once the zipper came up with their idea of projecting onto this other planet. Like it was like their activity of like uh, zooming out. Uh, and then I don't know if the president will, will share about this, but I will give her space. There was one other thing that happened that caused a zoom out. Uh, but the idea of training the big ones and using, you know, human ingenuity combined with the power of the big ones and the spice friends to stop zipper or, uh, yeah, to, to, uh, well, so, so then we thought, okay, we'll do it with human ingenuity and Zipperian ingenuity. And we haven't figured out a way again, but it's like, okay, well, the spice friends and the big ones aren't going to do anything maybe, but maybe we could still find a way to get because the, the 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 zipper really thinks that uh, the, that their version of Iller is being enticed to, to go to this other planet, uh, maybe fully, but that Earth, you know, we're just different. Gra- we got gravity and stuff like that, and so if they really do get their part of Zip Iller onto this other planet. What if then we use the cloud of delusion once we get our iller, if we can get our iller onto the planet? We don't know how, that's the part we don't know how we're going to do. But it's a process. We say, wait a second, that might just work. Uh, and if it doesn't work, uh, if, it, if, if, if they can get their iller on there, maybe it'll just work for them. I don't know. And then maybe it'll affect here. Uh, and Zipper, I guess, is willing to accept that then they'll never, they'll be cut off more or less from Earth forever. But that, uh, um, the, you know, their planet will move on, move on from Earth and move on without having to deal with the big ones anymore, maybe. We don't quite see how it's going to work out, but we trust uh, we're heading that way. Um, so I'm going to turn over to Madam President. Oh, thanks, Astro. And I'm, I guess I, I just listened to your thing, and I'm just going to record. It hasn't been much time. But, yeah, what happened was uh, as Iller got closer to the to where we are, and a few things have happened that uh, Astro didn't make clear. One, it became clear that uh, whatever had happened as my father had become a, a big one, uh, that Iller had taken, Iller was uh, taking on, take, took on characteristics of my father. And at first, initially, it was very difficult for me, physical characteristics. Uh, um, but I guess I had get, gotten some of the tools over this process uh, that I felt those feelings. Uh, the, is this my father? Is this partially my father? Is my father a part of Iller? And I grounded myself and felt my feelings and expressed my feelings. And I realized, uh, well, also I got, and I got a clear confirmation, but, uh, it, I was already there that no, this is uh, something else entirely. And if it's, if it is my father, something will become clear, but we still have to deal with this. And then it ended up that that was like the, the, uh, that was just a shell because some of our ingenuity actually did work in this shell that was around Iller that was causing the clouds and the, the mist. And they kind of had my father's charisma uh, broke apart. Uh, and now it is, is Iller again. It was like a, like a, you know, like some sort of hard shell you'd see on a, a, you'd find in the summer field that a being left behind as it moved on or molted. And so my father isn't there, and I said, "Okay, so that was just something else." And and uh, and I think that was part of it for me and for us. And and Zipper and the same thing was taking a step back, and then we realized that the big ones in the Swiss friends didn't didn't one they don't want to go toe to toe with Iller, but not out of F E A R. 
but other reasons, and that they want our help. Uh, like they don't want us to fix things or to tell, control them, or to to set up the solution. And it's actually once we realized and let go, everything just became clear. Like all of our communication blocks with the big ones and the spice friends, they started dancing and expressing themselves. And they probably already were, but we were unaware of it or they were trying. But it's like when you're trying to talk to someone that's not listening. How does that influence your communication, right? That it just, you're not communicating clearly. It's not working. And we were kind of operating from what we needed them to do for us, right? Instead of what we could do for them. And what happened was, and it really was, I, I, I dare say, a miracle. As soon as, again, we started letting go and surrendering again to the process, uh, we realized that um, that we didn't have, we didn't have to, we, we just had to listen and then figure out from there how we could help. And, and oh, and it was, again, it's hard for me to, I guess I'm very happy, even though we're not there yet. It, uh, they want a home of their own and they don't, they want Iller to be like, they don't see the grand Iller as something again, just like the other thing. There's a difference between the big ones and the spice friends and the grand Iller in their appearance and their behavior and maybe what raw, like what feelings or whatever, what vibe, whatever, what they are, how, how they're expressed. I don't know. There's things beyond our understanding about them, but to put it simply in, in risking being inaccurate, what if Iller is all these base feelings and then the spice friends are warmth and joy and some of the big ones are frowny face or uh, uh, like like other things, like different feelings. Uh, and Iller comes, was the first bit. Now we think Iller was the first big one because it came from those strong, 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 strong feelings. And even Iller's behavior now reflects playing those feelings out. Uh, and that that was also happening on another planet uh, to say, well, if you're going to break all your toys, I'll just break them for you. Like once you know you're capable of doing it, uh, something like that. I, I don't know. This is, again, simple, simplifying things just to explain them. So we almost have we, we almost have everything. We're just dancing and, and figuring out a few more things. And I'll, I guess I'll be back uh, because I think we're going to get there. I mean, yeah, and I'm sure, Astro, you'll know more soon. All right, Madam President. Yeah, it's me. I'm back. I'm excited. And, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're implementing things, and the big ones understand. Again, I guess I'm not 100%, uh, but I am like 70% that this is going to work out, or maybe 60% if I'm honest with myself, or 58, 50, because it's now it is. So it worked on Zipper. That now Zipper is back to being a single collective being, and all the individuals, individual versions of Zipparians uh, that had decided to butt off. Uh, are on this new planet, and their version, a hundred percent, they suspect is uh, is on this planet. Uh, we're calling it Big Spice, uh, the planet, but uh, that's what we've been calling it. Big, so they're all on Big Spice, and Zipper has already started manufacturing this cloud of delusion. Um. And separating itself, and then eventually, when we get our part, so they'll be safe no matter what. They'll be separated now from that planet, but that the cloud of delusion will eventually envelop uh, Big Spice, and then eventually separate Earth from Big Spice, uh, like a big asteroid belt or a big block. Uh, 
and we could go around it or they could, they can't go. They, I guess they need line of sight to keep an eye on us, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Some of this technology stuff is beyond me, but there's still, still like a one piece missing because even Ilra's calmed down because the big ones have dealt with like danced for like once Ilra got close and the big ones and the spice friends have been continuing to dance. There's just one piece we're not understanding, but, uh, like, I think we're going to understand it soon because Longfeather left uh, the planet. And then uh, they've been testing, like, the, uh, some other flying, like, uh, the combination moth breath and has been trying to lift Iller. And there's some other, like, uh, there's other stuff happening. So it's like that they want to go, but there's still something missing. They're waiting, and we can't quite get our fingers on it. uh it's like they're pleading for us to understand them. And uh, the president has said, okay, we got to, um, we keep got to, we keep have to put ourselves in their shoes, even though we're different and we don't even totally understand them. Like, uh, don't try to fix, don't try to solve, just try and understand. And like, uh, like, uh, and, uh, we, we came up with this idea. It was actually partially my idea of like, uh, dancing from that perspective and singing and doing art from that perspective of to- we're totally out of control. Things are out of our control and we're trying to, to figure out, uh, what we're going to do. And, uh, it seems like, and then and then we saw from the big ones, once we started doing that, they would do something like that, and then they would pause. And then we would pause, and that was seemed to be soothing iller, like these uh, expressions and then pauses uh, and then pausing. And so, uh, like, I, 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 well, I'm talking about it now. I'm more confident, Madam President, uh, that we'll find this final piece of... Uh, what we're going to do and uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i i just uh yeah well astro um well to, i guess yeah to go back to iller uh my father and iller kind of being this uh you know the foggy feelings uh things we try to forget things we try to fix with uh, s-h-a-m-e Things we push away uh, or say a repulse or unacceptable, like that we deny a home to, was where things really shifted, where we really understood, like uh, all all of them need a home. We cannot deny a home to them, but we still only understood one part of it, right? Oh, put them all on another planet. But it was like also then it was like it led us to kind of our refusal um, to to like uh, like like there was just something missing in there, and and it was like oh wait a second like uh, that like when we do that uh, not with with ourselves uh, it kind of uh, creates this cycle where everything's feeding on itself right Uh, when you get caught in that. it keeps sustaining. It's like uh, chasing its own tail. Maybe it was something about Longfeather returning, and, and it was clear from observations that Longfeather had gone to the planet and deemed it b- b- acceptable, except for one thing that was missing, and that was that. It was like, uh, so we got the process. We knew they needed a home where where a home for everyone. We can't deny anyone a home. Uh, home for their feelings. Uh, and that's when we realized, wait a second, okay, we're looking at all this. Now, we don't know anything about Zipper. Is Zipper a part of us or not? But the big ones, the Spice Friends and Iller are. Maybe they, the the theory is now that they're part of us and they're part of Zipper and that our energies combined to create them. Butted off, powerful collective energy, and then our feelings that we haven't fully expressed uh, somehow 
those two, again, just uh, this is theory. We don't know. But so the way things look now is much, much different. Uh, so the big ones have a home, Big Spice. Their home will soon be surrounded in a cloud of delusion uh, that separates us from them and separates us from Zipper, but mostly separates us from traveling or Zipper to keep Zipper temptation from coming back to Earth. So the planet is in between us and the cloud of delusion is in between us. And the the, the, the beings, the, the, the residents of Big Spice now will live there. But the missing piece was the emotional energy from both our worlds, right? And that is where we came up with this idea. Of course, a child came up with the idea. It was so simple and absolutely correct. Uh, when we were talking and making it clear that we had to, that they were going to go live off world, but we couldn't figure out why they weren't ready. Or again, we fell into the fixing thing, what we could do to make them go. It was a child that said, pen pals, uh, it, it, like, uh, but it said it in a way, well, am I going to be able to send a letter to Cinnamon Spice because I love Cinnamon Spice? And then another child said, well, I want to send a letter to Longfeather because I'm going to miss petting Longfeather's tail, but then I haven't even got a chance to pet Longfeather. And that's where it came together that uh, both our worlds could express our feelings uh, in letters or, or, you know, whatever that means. But it had to be a letter with emotional substance to it. And the rules, you know, we've kind of come up with on Earth are that, uh, and again, this is going to be an informed practice, uh, And it, but it's, uh, they could be about anything, about anything you're feeling or thinking, it beca- and you can send it to any one of the Spice friends or the big ones, the residents of Big Spice, even Grand Iller, needs a home and can be fed by our feelings, by expressing our feelings or our thoughts, you know. So it's uh, it's really that simple. And we the, the device that Zipper had is actually the final piece because we can run things straight into the cloud of delusion uh, via that device and leave them there, not that far from the planet where Longfeather or some of the other beings can go get them. And we tried this out to see Long, you know, Longfeather left and then came back, and then they with one of the snacks, so they all snacked on some of the letters. Then Zipper tried it, and so it run. We we send these letters now along this thing, and uh, you know, uh, drone ships that Zipper has taught us how to make, and it's not that complicated at all. And, you know, some of it is, uh, it's their food, really, uh, or, or whatever sustains them or partially sustains them. But it's kind and it's like they're there on their planet, uh, uh, and we see, we've seen them dancing. You know, once we figured all this out, they were expressing themselves with joy and dance, uh, that we were helping them, and we, they were going to be... It's not like they, uh, our feelings help them. It sustains them. Like our expressing our feelings and, and letting them go is now essential to everything, right? Because this is a process. It isn't, uh, and, and I mean, that's what's just amazing is by letting, you know, feeling our feelings. And, and that's not just, you know, it's not that simple. I realize it, but, uh. This is part of a process here on Earth and on Zipper now. That taking our strong feelings and moving them or letting them move through us uh, and then taking some time. Because not only do people send letters, they send art. They send messages. They send everything they've created because they're having feelings about being a human or a Ziparian. And I can tell you what, like... uh, Every day here on Earth, life has gotten a little bit better through this process. Every day 
has had, you know, every day I have my feelings. I'm not president anymore. I'm trying to be a partner in a partnership now and, and, and start a new life away from the limelight. Uh, but each day I get to take part in something. I get to take an action that nourishes someone else and, 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 and that's outside of me and that takes my feelings outside of me. And it's pretty good. And now I know most of the time when I'm doing this at all will be well. So from your president and Astro, good night.